0: Welcome back to Troubleshooting Agile. Happy Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and other things, Jeffrey. Uh,
1: Merry Solstice, absolutely. <laughs> we're here for a holiday episode, and uh, we're not in our usual locations, or at least uh, I am, but you're not, right? You're We're like time zones apart
0: today. Absolutely. So enjoying the, the family holiday, and uh, that means lots of reading and watching and other stuff, because uh, I've been on planes and um, lots of travel and so on. I bet that's true for our listeners, too.
1: That's right. And so we, we thought it'd be worthwhile to do an episode on what are we consuming for the holidays uh, that are not food and drink. So <laughs> we, We'll leave the food and drink to do... you. Exactly. We're not, it's, that's hard to deliver over a podcast very effectively. So perhaps you can start out scroll. What, uh, if we want to know what,
0: what you're consuming for these holidays, what, what kind of things are on your mind? Absolutely. So uh, I've watched a a very interesting video from Ed Catmull, head of Pixar, and very honest and direct uh, description of uh, the ups and downs, all the difficulties that they had. And uh, guess what? It all comes back to conversations. So very uh, uh, apropos to the kinds of things we're interested in. I read a great blog post from Kent Beck on inefficient efficiency. And that goes to one of my favorite statements, which is, uh, I always want to prefer throughput over utilization. So I really enjoyed how he uh, described that using cups of coffee. And the things that I want to read, I'm I'm really hopeful I get time. We, we have a lot of book preparation to do over the holiday, so I'll be doing a lot of writing. But uh, when I get time, I'm going to try to read War and Peace and IT by Mark Schwartz. We had him on the podcast uh, a few weeks ago. I think that's a really interesting idea. How do people who are not in technology talk to people who are? been thinking a lot about that recently and a book called subscribed uh, which is um i'm not sure i can say the person's name correctly but uh um that's all about the the new model of concierge medicine and subscriptions to believe it or not you can subscribe to up uh, to to porsche the the car and i'm not quite sure what oh. it means to subscribe to a car yet so i want to find out what that's <laughs> all about by the way all of these will be linked in the show notes and we had someone ask where are the show notes? What are these show note things you keep talking about? If you go to troubleshootingagile.com, there's uh, two steps you can follow to get to the notes. Um, they'll also often be in the app you use uh, if you tap on the, um, the the link you use to get to us. There'll often be a, a details about the the episode, and there'll be notes in there with all these wonderful links. So that's all I've got. But Jeffrey, I think you have a much longer list. You're, you're uh, uh, much better about um, finding interesting things than I am.
1: I I think also maybe I'm I'm slower at going through them, but I do have a list I'm going to go through with um, three uh, uh, books that I've recently read, three books that I'm currently reading. Uh, I could read them sequentially, not not all simultaneously, all three lined up. That would be impressive. Alternating alternating words. Yeah, carry on. Uh, and then three on my upcoming list. Now, my upcoming list is much longer, but these are the three that I, I see as being the, the ones I'm most likely to get to. So of the, of the recently read, uh, this is within the past month or so, I have um, two of these books are actually rereads. Um, I reread uh, Five Dysfunctions of a Team, and I did that because I was going to be talking about um, our book, actually, and the kind of material we talk about it, and the person who I was going to be talking to who had had recently read Five of the Team, and of course, you and know, I have talked about in the past about how you got uh, quite upset at the book, and I wanted to remind myself. Yeah, about my, my copy
0: is kind of bruised from being thrown across the room,
1: <laughs> so I wanted to remind myself of the 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 uh, the, the good and the bad of it, and the, and I really did enjoy that. It's a very quick read, and if you've not read it before, worth doing great story as well oh yeah absolutely it was a a leadership fable and it really does a a good job of taking you through that after that I got through uh, I was Getting been kind of a, on a lean kick recently, and I read the book Lean Thinking. Uh, this is my first time reading it. This is a, a classic. Uh, a little bit uh, before this, I read The Machine That Changed the World, and this is sort of the sequel to that. So this, and I think I read the 2003 edition, uh, which I think was the third edition. So that was that was very interesting to go back to the lean manufacturing elements, and it was a, a very good lead into the book that I read. Uh, uh, which I reread just this week, and that was the Phoenix Project. Uh, IT Revolution had a a very exciting one-day promotion where digital copies of the Phoenix Project five-year anniversary edition were free for download from all of your ebook subscribers or uh, platforms. And so I took advantage of that, uh, downloaded a copy, and uh, the same day I started reading it, and much like Five Distinctions of the Team, very, very compelling story, and I found myself up till past midnight. Uh, which I, I regretted a bit the, the next day, but mm. it was very, very compelling. I really enjoyed going back and visiting those characters again. Very, uh, it's a, for people who haven't read it. It's taking uh, the the lean uh, ideas that maybe it's the most similar in, in, in books to the goal as uh, far as lean manufacturing, and it talks about bringing those uh, lean manufacturing ideas into operations. So this is an early DevOps book, um, and uh, was was very influential. People haven't checked it out. Definitely worth worth the read, and it was being promoted because it ties into the uh, Gene Kim's new book, which is the Unicorn Project, and that is what I am currently reading. About a hundred pages into that, and I thought it would be fun to refresh my memory on the timeline from Phoenix Project, uh, and and dive in. And this has been really interesting for me because the the Unicorn Project is, it's, so far for me, it's like stepping back in time because the protagonist is a software engineer who gets obsessed with trying to make the build work on the Phoenix project. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> and uh, uh, with my background in, in cruise control and, and build automation, uh, this really spoke to me. I, I remember those days. Mm. Uh, two of other, two other books I'm currently reading, um, The Four Steps to the Epiphany. Uh, this was uh, part of my, my lean series and trying to go uh, into what lean product management looks like and talks about customer discovery, things like that. And a, a, a book that's been very influential uh, in the product uh, world. This is not one I had read before, uh, and it's, it's it's quite chewy, and it's taking me a while to get through. Turgid, turgid. That's so
0: much... the that's the phrase I would the, the word I would use for it. Uh, I, <laughs> I managed about to read the stories, so um, you can see what what level of uh, of intellectual discourse I'm ready for. Uh, I read the stories at the beginning of each chapter, and I kind of scanned the rest. So if you do better, I'll be very impressed. <laughs> if anybody can, you can. <laughs>
1: the stories are good and what keeps me going is the content's very good it's just very dense yep uh it, it, i need to stop and think every paragraph which is really a testament to how 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 much how valuable the material is um but it's uh, it's definitely not as uh, as quick and painless as a read as uh, the the phoenix project was and or, or as I'm finding the unicorn project which is why the unicorn project is my current active read and uh the force of the epiphany is one down uh in in the in the the stack of active reads sure and and that that pattern continues to the to the next one in the uh in the stack which is uh the reflective practitioner by donald schon uh, this is one it's a very academic book uh donald Schoen, uh you and i know him from his uh collaboration with chris Ardress, who we've talked about many times and uh, i wanted to see what uh, donald schon was like on his own so i went and, and bought his um uh, most well known book, and uh, it's interesting, but it is academic writing uh, a lot to think about it, and so it is sort of drifted down in the stack of current reads. Um, I, I do hope to finish all of these off. Um, but I, I wouldn't surprise me if um, after the, that the unicorn project will be first, and then I will probably begin pulling from that uh, upcoming number. So my, my work in progress number here is uh, uh, you know books in progress my my BIP is is three. I'll see if I can limit myself to that.
0: And then what's, what's coming up next?
1: Yeah, I'm going to keep the Lean theme going. I'm going to go with the Lean Startup by Eric Ries. Uh, Eric actually had, had been the copy editor on Four Steps to the Epiphany. So this is kind of the immediate successor and one that people have generally said took, took the ideas from Four Steps to the Epiphany and made them easier to consume. That was my experience. Absolutely. I'll be interested to hear what you think of it. And, uh, and the last of my of my immediate uh, lean and product reading, I'm going to go on to a reread of Donald Reitersen's uh, very excellent Principles of Product Development Flow, uh, and that will finish my my lean series. And then I I have a, a book I've been wanting to read by another IT revolution author, uh, or authors, I should say, which is Team Topologies um, by Matthew Skelton and Manuel P. So we'd... We, uh, uh, talk to them at uh, devops enterprise summit and uh, really uh, find their, their uh, thesis of their book very interesting so i'm really looking forward to to getting to that so those are my my nine books of uh, read currently reading
0: and upcoming you're you're a better man than me jeffrey you you get through a lot more <laughs> uh, i look to you for for all my theoretical knowledge and uh, we thought we'd close off with uh, a few stats from 2019 for the Troubleshooting Agile podcast. We're up to, um, uh, I always like to cite this number. I always say, you know, we got about 600 listens every, in the first week after a podcast comes out. But um, Jeffrey, you've got some some more exciting stats.
1: Yeah, if we look back over 2019, I just looked at the numbers today and we have almost 50,000 plays in 2019, uh, which I'm, I'm really excited about. Uh, it's, it's clear that people, um, when they find out the podcast often go back and uh, take a listen to past episodes. And uh, so that also led me to wonder what were the top five uh, episodes of, of 2019? And well, I think given the time of year, uh, maybe people will listen to this on uh, New Year's Eve and it can happen to be part of the official end of year countdown.
0: What were the, what were the top five <laughs> troubleshooting Agile episodes of twenty nineteen? Excellent, and here we go. At number five, it was, go ahead, Jeffrey. How to detect Agile BS, part one. <laughs> Excellent. I wonder what happened to part two. Um, uh, uh, at number four, we've got? Values of the give up
1: control model. So this is uh, for pe- people who probably wonder what that is, but if uh, you can obviously listen to the episode and find out. But if you've heard us talk about the mutual learning model or the uh, unilateral control model, this is another variation, which is the give up control model. And uh, if that's a good or bad thing, you'll have to listen to the episode to find out. Super. And coming in at number three, we've got? The mutual learning model, as just discussed, and and, uh, particularly this
0: uh, mutual learning model, we focused on the values of accountability and compassion. Excellent. Good time of year for compassion. And uh, popping in at number two, we've got... Agile is dead. Long live Agile. And I think this was a response to
1: the post from Alistair Coburn uh, talking about how the demise of Agile is uh, well overstated when you figure, uh, include how many people out there are still yet to be influenced by the Agile way of, of thinking. And I think you and I would agree with that completely.
0: 100%. And the top number one episode for all of 2019 for troubleshooting Agile, I can't do a drum roll, but here we go, Jeffrey. <laughs> it was Ryan
1: Singer on Basecamp and Shape Up. Part one. Uh, this is uh, the uh, Basecamp have released their internal methodology, nicely branded in the terms of the, the Shape Up methodology. And uh, it was great to have Ryan on and, and uh, talk a little bit about how they um, came up with that and uh, found where we agree and disagree, particularly on that old
0: school Agile stuff. Oh, yeah. Old school Agile, one of our favorite topics. Excellent. Yeah. So if you're looking for some fun listening, you might uh, head back to some of these old Troubleshooting Agile episodes. Um, we've got exciting stuff coming in 2020 as well. If you want a little preview of that, we did a talk which is now up as a, at a uh, as a video at our publishers um, uh, conference in Las Vegas, the DevOps Enterprise Summit. Las Vegas in October, Uh, so we'll link to that as well. That's a video about half an hour of us talking about uh, what's in the book Agile Conversations and um, all of these sorts of themes. And uh, look out in January for an opportunity to uh, listen to us again uh, in a webinar. Um, I'm not even sure exactly what it's going to be or how we're going to do it, but it's tied into the Unicorn Project. So that's why we, you and I both have to read the Unicorn Project so we can give some advice to the, the company that's uh, in there. That's a, another IT revolution project, but uh, an opportunity to actually interact with us as well, I think, if, uh, if, if they run it the way I think they will. So look out for all of those exciting things.
1: You know, I'd, I'd love to hear from our listeners uh, um, on on Twitter or LinkedIn or wherever you, uh, or email, uh, what were your, what are uses your, that you're currently reading? Uh, things that you've read or recommend to us? What should be on my upcoming list? And uh, what were your uh, top uh, episodes of troubleshooting Edel in 2019? Was there something that really helped you out? Something that you applied? Something that you tried and it blew up on you?
0: <laughs> yeah. Something you really disagreed with? All of those would be very interesting.
1: Yeah. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Absolutely. You can find us, as always, at troubleshootingagile.com. Get in touch with us on Twitter and email and all the usual methods. And, of course, we like it when you subscribe because you know, we're going to keep coming to you every week. Look, we even come out on Christmas. At least we're going to try to put this one up on Christmas. So we're going to keep coming every week uh, throughout 2020, I'm sure. Excellent. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks, Kroh. And happy Christmas, everybody. And Merry Solstice. <laughs>